Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you see the video that came out last week of the dairy farmer in, uh, I think he's in Ontario, maybe Quebec? Um, No, he's in Ontario. He went public uh, on social media showing him dumping 30,000 liters of milk. Now, if you've bought milk lately, you know that it's awfully expensive. Um, It's not like we have uh, too much milk uh, with the prices being what they are, but we have supply management when it comes to milk in this country and um, he had reached his quota, wasn't allowed to sell anymore, he maxed out, uh, couldn't donate it anywhere because the supply is very closely managed in Canada. So he just had to dump 30,000 liters. Now, supply management, a lot of people saying, well, yeah, well, you're a dairy farmer, it's the dairy farmers that push for supply management, it's your own fault. I mean, it's a very controversial subject in this country when it comes to the way we manage primarily milk and eggs. And um, you've seen the price of eggs lately. Pretty big jump there too, right? In the last year or so, StatsCan says price of eggs has gone up about 16% year over year. Okay, that's a pretty big hike. But you know what? If you compare that to some of our comparable countries, say the UK, um, they've seen an increase of 30%. The US has seen an increase of 60%. Um, But once again, we're now having a conversation about supply management. Did that help us? You know, the way that we we manage these supplies. So it's not a clear-cut good or bad thing. I mean, I think there's cases to be made on both sides, but let's talk a bit more about what happened with the price of eggs in Canada and why we saw, like I say, a pretty sizable increase, but a relatively small one compared to some of our neighbors that are seeing prices almost double. In fact, we've seen people crossing the border from the U.S. to come to Canada to buy eggs. So it's an interesting economic study, and we're going to get into it now with Maurice Doyon, who's a University at Laval professor and Egg Industry Economic Research Chair. Uh, Maurice, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. My pleasure. I, I guess the overall, you know, the, the the starting point here is the fact that, yeah, we've seen a, almost a 20% increase in the price of eggs year over year in Canada, but relatively speaking, that's pretty small uh, compared to what we've seen. We're in a better position when it comes to the price of eggs than many of our neighbors, right? That's right. Why? Uh, what What's your thinking as to why, you know, it's 60% in the United States, 30% in the UK, and just 20 in Canada? What What happened there? Yeah, well, I think you you talked a little bit about it. And um, in this case, I think supply management is, is a big part of that. Um, there's also the fact that um, our neighbors uh, in the U.S. have aviary flu. Uh, it's been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to depopulate a large number of birds, uh, which has reduced um, supply quite a bit. And at the same time, when you get food inflation... Um, a lot of people will uh, will find that eggs are a pretty good source of protein at a very decent price. So uh, demand might increase at the same time in the U.S. that supply was decreasing, and that created that uh, um, those very high spike in, in price. Walk us through supply management specific to eggs. What, how, how does it work? Um, how, what controls are in place? What's the goal of supply management when it yeah. comes to eggs in Canada? 
Well, supply management in general, you, you have there are um, three things that you're um, that are the base the basis of uh, base of supply management. The first one is you tell producers um, I, we don't want to go through uh, bubble and burst. Right. So, uh, which is if you look at price of of milk in the U.S. or or price of eggs, um, it's it's always you know. Price are going high, very high for a short period of time usually, and then they just crash. And then we we go back up and, and so on. If you look at those graphs, I mean, it's like uh, um, up and ups and downs. Uh, so we're saying to producers, we're just going to, we're basically going to produce pretty much what people um, want. So we're not going to have surpluses and we're not going to run into not having enough eggs in this case. And in exchange for that, because it means that you will not produce as much as you want, um, in exchange, we're going to give you your costs of production. So we're going to have surveys and we will look at what is the real cost of producing eggs in Canada. And remember, um, it's been pretty cold lately in some part of Canada. And mm -hmm. so it's not, um, we, we, it's a Nordic, uh, uh, countries, so costs might be different in, in other countries. Um, we're going to give you your cost of production, the average. So we'll keep, uh, we'll remove the less productive ones so that you still have an incentive to, you know, keep pushing forward the, in, in terms of trying to push your cost down. And, um, and in order to do that, so in order for those two things to work, I need to control the borders because I don't, I cannot give the cost of production to my farmers in a, in a country if I can have all the eggs in the U.S. coming in Canada. So that this is those three things, cost of production, um, border control, and um, quota. Quota is that it means that you cannot produce as, as much as you want. Um, and, you know, it is kind of um, the expression um, selling the butter and, and keeping the money from the, the seller low in, in English if it's the, you know, something similar to that. But uh, when you were telling earlier about that dairy farmer, which is yeah. very unfortunate and had to to uh, trash his milk, yeah. but nevertheless, um, he might not be a, a, a dairy producer if it wasn't for supply management and the, and the price that he's getting, right? Uh, in the U.S., there are farmers sometimes that uh, their co-op or their um, their processors just telling them, hey, you know what? I have too much milk, yeah. and I'm not going to take yeah. your milk. So trash it, and you you don't get any money for it, and and you don't necessarily have the stability and price from a farmer point of view in exchange. So you you cannot have both ways, right? You cannot have the good price or the better price, I should say, and be producing as much as you want because what's happening in the U.S. When prices are high, like in the, the egg sector right now, I can tell you production is going to increase like crazy. Production is going to increase and increase, and it will crash. Right. And we will go right. to prices where even those large farmers, egg farmers, there, there are egg farmers in the U.S. that are bigger than all the eggs that we are producing in Canada. And those guys will overproduce and the price will just crash. And even those guys that have very low cost of production will 
be producing under their custom production. And, and like you say, that's exactly the way the system is designed to work. And we've got a pretty good example right now of it's working, right? And when you take a look at what's happening with egg prices in other countries, yes. and ours are staying relatively, I mean, it's an increase, sure, but uh, it's doing what it's designed to do, right? Well, and the other part is, you know, um, just a few days ago, uh, a lot of farmers in Canada got a lower price for their for their eggs because they, we're monitoring the cost of production yep. and the cost of feed, the cost of, of gas or, or energy went down. And so they got a lower price and that price might not be transmitted to uh, consumers because other other part of the value chain, such as the, the graders and the retailers had increased in their cost, but it would have been worse without that 14 cents a dozen price reduction, uh, for example, in Ontario, uh, that was at the end of January. So that's the other part of supply management that keeps the, the price more stable because, you know, when you have food inflation, there's a huge temptation by everyone to increase their price by sure. quite a bit, <laughs> more than, than inflation. You're, you're basically, if I'm talking in an in economic term, you're testing uh, what's the, in, the elasticity of your demand. And if you keep pushing the price higher and you still sell decent amount and your competitor is also increasing their prices, well, you're, that's, a, that's a great situation. And you, can, you, you keep pushing up until you see a reaction from, uh, from the demand side. Uh, we don't have that with supply management because it just costs are going down, farmers are getting a, a price cut. And this, that just happened. And where else have you seen a price cut for, for eggs from uh, a producer, on the producer side? Uh, nowhere else, I'm pretty sure. Um, we sh we should point out before we leave the conversation. It, there, there's more to it than like our our egg production system in Canada. The way that it operates here, it's far more like it, it, there's just a couple of massive companies that primarily handle it in the United States, right? Like we're more diversified. We're more we're more spread out, so we're a little. There's that also plays into it. Of course, of course, and and the fact that the fact that you get your cost of production um, does not uh, push you uh, toward that that model where you need to be so big and so integrated because basically you're not making much money on eggs but if you, you're making a, a quarter of a cent per dozen of eggs but you're producing a gazillion <laughs> dozen of eggs you you'll at the end of the day you'll make some money right uh, we, we're not in that logic uh, and so we have smaller farms that are spread all over the country, and um, and this is important also for from uh, egg from egg farmers' point of view, uh, because they sometimes kind of collectively subsidize areas mm -hmm. um, so that so that eggs will be produced over there. Yeah, really. Uh, I mean, it's an example of the system working the way that it was designed to. Uh, Maurice, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you being here. My pleasure. That is Maurice Doyon, who is a University of Laval professor and an egg industry economic research chair. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. 
All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.